My Get Up and Go on SAFM. Influential people doing well in their respective fields. Mick Mann is on the line and he joins us this morning. A very good morning to you, Mick. Hi, Tanya. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Thank you so much for being with us. You are the co-CEO of Singularity University South Africa. And we're going to get into that in a moment or two. I want to start off by asking, what's your get up and go? That morning routine that gets you up and going. I, I really love, uh, you know, a good a good rock track in the morning. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know if you've heard of Dennis Lloyd. No. Dennis Lloyd is a is a great uh, new artist that I love love getting up in the morning to. So music is what really gets you up and going. A good music and a good expresso it gets me it gets me up and going. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of a shot, you know, to wake the... Especially at 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> oh, especially at 4.30 in the morning, definitely. Mick, you've got a very um, interesting life. You know, you've studied film, um, you've got your honours in script writing, directing, producing, and after, and then you went into the family business, and you like it. Did you have a choice in that, by the way? I did have a choice, yeah. I was, I was, uh, I was fortunate enough to actually go into the family business and filmmaking. Storytelling. Mm. So it really wasn't far off from what you studied. It wasn't wasn't too off far off. And we started helping uh, big corporate organisations uh, try to transform their culture, you know, either internally or externally, using brand experiences. It looks, sounds very, you know, um, out there, but I know we're going to unpack it in a moment or two. What, what, what made you interested, for instance, in, in getting into the, cine- uh, you know, the cinema side of things? You could have chosen a completely different field. Did you grow up as a creative uh, young man? I did. I did always. I grew up in a, a sporting environment, but I also used to be glued to the TV. So I did grow up in a bit of a creative environment. Um, and then, uh, you know, always, always love storytelling. So, so always love filmmaking and storytelling. Mm. And did you have, you know, people that inspired you, like your Spielbergs, and you know, the type of filmmakers that uh, really pushed you towards your career? No, absolutely. You know, Spielberg was was a huge, huge influence. And then, you know, uh, Spielberg always had this idea of that you had, you could you could make dreams become real. And I said, you have to dream, you know, and that was what led us to, to when we found the Singularity University, it was like a dream come true because this is now an organization that's focused on using exponential technologies, like robotics, 3D printing, biotechnology, how do you use all these new technologies that are out there to try to solve some of the biggest problems in the world, like uh, governance and education. And so when we sort of found Singularity University, we knew that this was, you know, the right, right space for us to be in. Let's just take a few step backs and just um, unpack Singularity University. You did your own course in Silicon Valley in 2015. Tell us more about what Singularity is, uh, per se, as a concept. So uh, Singularity as a, as a concept has got many meanings, but Ray Kurtzel, one of the founders of Singularity University, came up with this concept that in 2029, based on the way computing power is growing and the trends that are happening in computing, by 2029, we will have reverse engineered the human brain and the computer becomes as smart as a human. Then by 2045, if you keep uh, going forward, by 2045, we will have reverse engineered the entire human race 
and the computer becomes as smart as 9 billion people, the, the entire human race. And it's a singularity emerging between man and machine. And, and, and uh, once that happens, humanity will never fundamentally shift and will never be the same again. Mm. So, so Reiter so came up with this theory in his book called The Singularity is Near. And Peter Diamandis, who's a serial entrepreneur, read Ray's book and he said, and he, and, and he came to Ray and he said, there's no place where people are learning about what these technologies, what the implications of the technology means. Mm. How do we use this technology to try and help solve some of these big problems we have in the world? And I started the Singularity University, which is in Silicon Valley. And I started following it around 2012 and us being a brand experience agency in 2015, one of the biggest banks in South Africa bought Singularity University Art to come and uh, do a two-day uh, learning experience for their top 80 clients about the technologies. Mm. And we were, I said to my brother, who's my partner, that we, we have to win this event. We have to do this, and we got to do that event. And then uh, subsequent to that, we, we did another event for Singularity in 2015 for another big bank. Post that, they invited us to the executive program, which happens at Silicon Valley, in, at NASA and Research Center, at Singularity University, where you go for a seven-day executive program, uh, which, which educates you on you know, what's coming in the future mm. and how to, how to prepare for it. Now, you know, this sounds very much like the fourth industrial revolution stuff, you know, where they talk about artificial intelligence and um, they're talking about how, you know, the robot experience, you know, will will soon replace the human experience, like you've just said. Um, What then, though, does it mean for us as human beings? What then, you know, are still classified as traditional human experiences that robots can't replicate? Well, at the moment, it's still quite far off until the robots can replicate all our experiences, but um, it's definitely going to be a shift in humanity. Being human is going to change, for sure. Mm. As as we've seen, you know, the the one thing is for sure, that change is is constant and it's rapid and it's happening. So we need to embrace these technologies so that we can, you know, use them for our benefit. And, you know, when I think of it, I immediately think of emotions that you can't replicate an emotion in a robot. You can't make um, a robot feel or can be. I mean, technology will surprise you. You know, I'm still stuck on, you know, emotions being an exclusively human experience. But can we replicate that in artificial intelligence? Absolutely. I mean, what's happening now is that we've given the machine eyes and ears. And uh, because we've given the machine eyes and ears, it can perceive stuff in a much greater way, which is, means that the, the algorithms and the, and the artificial intelligence will be able to perceive our emotions better than us. And it will be able to tell better than a human eye what, that, what a person is really feeling and what they're really going through and then be able to react in a way that will feed that emotion. So the, the AI will be able to to um, judge our emotions and probably react to it. That is, you know, as, as as much as that's meant to comfort me, I must be honest, it doesn't, because I can't imagine myself pouring my heart out to a robot, and it knows what to say and just what to say to comfort me. Uh, it might seem weird now, but in the future, you'll have a little robot that you'll tell all your your. Um, 
psychiatrists. Your psychiatrists are going to be out of a job. <laughs> I don't know about that, you know, but I, I, I suppose whether we are ready or not, you know, the technology is evolving at such a, a fast rate. Let's come back um, to you, Mick. You know, what inspires you to keep going on a daily basis? Well, I'm, I'm so, I'm so, I feel so inspired and so privileged to be part of this Singularity University uh, community um, because we are on a mission to try future-proof Africa uh, and create this global community of change makers who are able to implement solutions using experiential technologies to solve some of the world's and Africa's biggest problems. So I feel privileged that we're in this position to try help, you know, uh, bring our country up to this this, this fourth industrial revolution, mm. so that we we're not left behind, and rather we can lead the way during this technological transformation, not chase this tail of disruption. And and what are the threats of people being left behind, given the fact that when you're talking about Africa, you're also talking about um, people who, you know, are both educated and uneducated. There's still millions and millions of people who are not highly educated, who are not exposed to high levels of technology, who may be left literally obsolete. You know, they can't, they can't use anything at a supermarket because there's no longer uh, tellers at the bank. There's no longer uh, cashiers at the supermarket and everything is automated and people feel left out. Yeah, I mean, it is, it's, 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 a, it's a worry. You need to, they say the gap that's going to be created with this next wave of technology is going to be much greater than the gap that was created when electricity came into the world. When electricity came into the world, the countries that embraced electricity became the world's superpowers. Electricity in the steam train. And the countries that didn't embrace it Became fourth, fourth uh, become uh, you know uh, really really impoverished nations. Mm. So the gap that's going to be created now is going to be much greater. So we don't want to get left behind. You know, rather, let's embrace it and and become experts because it is at it's, it's at this tipping point. It's going to go exponential and rise like a, with a massive increase. Mm. And 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 how do we, through singularity, make sure that um, you know, as much as we are, in, you know, embracing global trends and we are embracing global developments in technology, that we are still not losing the human touch. Well, well, it's all ultimately it's up to us as human beings. We need to create the futures we want to see in the world. So rather than creating a dystopian view like Hollywood always shows us. We need to focus on what are the, the positive possible futures we can create using technology, mm. using robotics, using AI, uh, using 3D printing, biotechnology. The, you know, the convergence between infotech and biotech, we're going to see major advancements in longevity of humans. Mm. And, and and for you, um, Mick, if I if I can just ask, what are some of your uh, projects that you're working on in this country around singularity, around um, you know some of the issues or problems you want to solve through technology? So we we're running uh, various uh, large scale events with, with singularity that are happening. We've got one happening uh, called the Singularity Exponential Finance Summit which is happening in Cape Town on the 29th and 30th of May, 2019, which is an industry-focused event around what is the future of finance going to be? How do we define and create the future of money that we want to see in the world? And it's focused around, you know, um, the future of cashless banking, mobile payments, 
uh, the future of asset management, wealth management. There's a large block on AR and how is AR going to affect the financial sector. Um, you know, what is, what is, so it's a very industry focused event. Mm. Then we'll have our, our main Singularity U South Africa Summit, which happens in Johannesburg in October, uh, the 17th, 16th and 17th of October where we will uh, cover all the different exponential technologies and how they can affect, uh, how we can use them to try to solve some of these big problems in the world and to future-proof Africa. And then we run various educational executive programs for for, uh, executive education. It runs throughout the year. There's one happening in in the beginning of May, which is a a three-and-a-half-day program off-site at Mount Grace. And then there'll be another one in July and another one in November. And you can find out about all of these on our website, which is singularityusouthafrica.org. Wonderful. And coming to your own um, life and your own inspirations, do you have a inspirational quote or message or a mantra that you live by that you can share with our listeners? Um, well, a, a, a mantra or a quote, that's quite an interesting one. Um there's a great one by Peter Diamandis, which says, you know, the day before breakthrough invention, it was a crazy idea. So mm-hmm. I think that's, that's something I always believe in, is that, you know, don't stop working on these crazy ideas because you, you never know when they're going to become a breakthrough. There you go. And on that note, thank you so much, Mick, for joining us on SFM and being our get up and go this morning. Kenya, thanks so much. Eh? Hope everyone has a great day. Awesome. Enjoy the rest of your day. It's almost 10 minutes before 5 o'clock. Stay with us.